welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your host, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoking Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Hello, hello, listeners. Hello, hello, Rufus. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good. How are you? You're good. You're good. It's good to hear you. Good to hear your voice. How's your Tuesday going? Tuesday is uh, it's above par for most Tuesdays. I'm pleased with this Tuesday. Really? That's good to hear. Yeah. Pleased with you know what? I looked up some songs for Tuesdays. You know how we like to have our Friday night free for all uh, intro with a little bit of the Motor City Madman. But I was looking up Tuesday songs and. Uh, Tuesday songs are depressing, Rufus. There was no like feel good Tuesday songs. I know that's probably shocking. Yeah, it's because it's so early in the week. You know, people are coming to terms with the fact that they're back at work. Right. It's like hard to be uh, optimistic on a Tuesday because there's so much shit that can go wrong in the near future. Exactly. I mean, even if you're in a position to write a song about Tuesday, which I'm assuming are like rock stars or you know folk singers. Um, even those people, they they don't like even Tuesdays. those rich drug addicts are don't even like Tuesdays either. I mean, it's not. It must be. It's it's awful day. It's just an awful day. And as we know, Wimpy Wimpy fucking hates Tuesdays. <laughs> yes, he does. Wimpy sucks a lot of cock on fucking Tuesdays. There's no. Yeah, he does. He does. I'll gladly eat a hot dog on Tuesday for a hamburger today. That's what <laughs> yeah, with a uh, mayo on the inside. <laughs> the mayo on the inside, and then on the outside. Wimpy, yes, the outside work. of his face. How embarrassing for the guy who was the uh, the person that they modeled Wimpy after. <laughs> it's probably yeah, some intern at the office back in the twenties in the animation studio. It's probably like uh, the animation studio's brother-in-law or something. Walt Disney's brother-in-law. And I even went so far as to name him Wimpy. I mean, how much worse can it get? <laughs> right. He's like, not only is he a mooch, he's a fucking, obviously, extremely uh, spineless. No kidding. Maybe that's why they like him. They're like, hey, I, I know I'm getting my dick sucked on Tuesday. I can't wait for Tuesday. You know, you know what? Is it... <laughs> Is it me or did anybody else want actually? Uh, was it Brutus to? I wanted Brutus to like punch the shit out of fucking Popeye, and end up fucking uh, Olive Oil. Is that wrong? No, he'd rip her. He'd rip her in half, dude. Is it Brutus or Blue Toe? I think it's. Oh, didn't they switch? You might be right. It might be Blue Toe. I might be getting Brutus from somewhere else. I think you're right. It is Blue Toe. I, I think we're both right. I think it was Brutus for a while. And then they switched the Bluto for, for some reason, kind of like a Curly and Ah, that's right. They did. They just kind of switched around the character because Curly one day decided to grow his hair out, I'm guessing. You know that – weren't we talking about the Three Stooges a couple of weeks ago? And uh, I Googled some Three Stooges stuff, and there's actually an episode of the Three Stooges with Curly and uh, Shemp in it. I saw that recently, and maybe it's because you sent it to me. I don't remember how or why I saw it, but I, I did. It was a clip. Yeah, I saw the clip too. Maybe we watched. Did we watch it on the show? Could be. You know that uh, sometimes the marijuana gets into my short-term memory and uh, kind of makes it go a little haywire. But I do remember seeing yeah, that. 
one of the benefits. It's one of the dangers of marijuana, kids. Don't do it. If you have to remember something in the short term, do it, but not if you have to remember something short term. Yeah, if you have to remember not to do it in the short term, then don't do it. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, what's what's going on there in Arkansas, Rufus? You read anything interesting in the newspaper? Do you get a local rag down there? Yeah, I've never read it. I've seen it. I've held it in my hands, but I've never. It's it's thin, dude. It's it's super. It's like two pages, and most of that is like classifieds for right lost what? cows and shit. Lost cow. I lost my cow. Hey, you you know what? You're you're a tech guy. You were around a lot of cattle, probably. How do those cattle guards work exactly? Are you familiar well, with the cow steps cattle guard? They break their fucking legs, so they're, is that they're what just, they can't. Yeah, they can't walk on them, and they know they can't, so they just don't do it. So they know they can't walk on them. Should we be eating them then? Probably not. Well, they know it because you have to sacrifice one cow every time you put a cattle guard in, because you force that cow to walk on it, and it breaks off four of its legs, and then you shoot it in the head. While the other cows Shut watch, up. and they're like, "Oh, okay, I see how I that works." I will never eat another hamburger without cheese again. I only, I prefer only cattle guard killed meat. I, I only you want a burger from a cow that broke all of its legs in a cattle guard. You know what? And you should feel good about that because the cow is better off being dead when all its legs have been broken. Obviously, that's true, and it was trying to escape. So I'm, I'm kind of honoring its death in a way. You are. You know what? You should, like, like once again, it's a total reason to take a picture of your shit and, and post it online. Be like, this was lucky. He was a, a cow who lived to be three years of age and tried to escape, and now I ate him and shit him out, and this is how we shall honor him. <laughs> That's right. You can put this <laughs> The cowbell that was around his neck. You could just direct that around the turd that came out of you later. Oh, that'd be so cute. We could at least Photoshop one on. Yeah. You know, here's something really weird, dude. Tell me if this is not weird. Dennis Miller still has a show? I think he's some sort of, yeah, he's like an AM right-wing Republican pundit guy. I've never listened to it, but I've heard clips. It caught me so off guard because I really thought Dennis Miller had died. I mean, I don't know really? if I thought or I just hoped it. Because you know what I can't stand about Dennis Miller? Is that he started out as like this far, like kind of left-leaning guy. And then he fucking got some money and he has to go all the way to the fucking right. Am I wrong about that? Or do I remember when Dennis Miller was first starting out, he was kind of like uh, a left-hand, a lefty. And then he gets money and he turns into a total jackass. Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't really remember much about the guy other than he was on SNL back in the day, but I didn't know anything about him politically until I heard that he was on some, like, AM right-wing show, and I was like, wow, that seems odd. He'll but do anything for really, a buck, obviously. That's his shtick now. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. It's like when the left people stopped calling and were like, you know what, dude, you're not representing us well because – your whole show is like you pulling your hair. Did you ever notice? Remember how you like to put his hand in his hair and pull on it? He, when he, yeah. when he, all of his hair fell out, he couldn't do that anymore. So no one really had any use for him. So he went uh, left wing or right wing. He's probably on with uh, who's that fat jackass drug addict? What's his name with his show? 
<laughs> Rush Limbaugh. Yes, yes, exactly. Rush Limbaugh, that's right. He, uh, yeah, they probably have a show together where they talk about how awful minorities and people without money are now that they have money. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I plan to do when I have money. I'm going to talk about rich people and poor people alike from my island nation. That's right. But aren't you building your island nation on the bodies of dead homeless people? We established that in 2013. You're right. I am, Rufus, and I still <laughs> think that that is a great way to honor the homeless and for people to learn about the homeless. By building a home on them, on top of the right. dead bodies. I, you know what? It's not going to be so much a home as it's going to be a memorial museum where, like, you can oh, look nice. at Hobo Ron's. There's Hobo Ron's backpack. And, you know, there's old Charlie's. That's, he used to wear that pot on his head when he wasn't cooking meth in it. Oh, you know. my God. There's that guy's stick with a handkerchief full of his belongings tied to the end of it. Right. Exactly. Did You You know what? Forever I wanted to do that as a kid. Did you ever do that? Did, I mean, I'm thinking that not enough people have tied their belongings in a in a bandana and stuck it on the end of a stick. I tried when I was a kid. I tried. I couldn't find a bandana big enough to hold anything more than like a Rubik's cube. See, what the deal was is you didn't know this, but all you needed to put in that bandana, if you were a real hobo, is a gun or a knife. (laughs) Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. Right. You don't need anything. And a train schedule. (laughs) What's the deal with the stick? I mean, was the stick? Did you like have your favorite stick, or would you just like go around picking up different sticks? I mean, I'm guessing you had your favorite poking thing stick. Yeah, I think every kid has his favorite stick. I had one. I'm talking about if you're a hobo. If you're a hobo, if it was a it was a handmade hobo stick. We should sell hobo sticks online now. We should. Dude, come on. That's the hipster's friend. <laughs> Hobo sticks and bandanas. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I could totally see a, a hipster with a hobo stick and a bandana and his growler. Right. Riding his little bicycle. Oh, my God. Dude, we just sell a leather growl- growler holder that goes on the end of a stick. Oh, jeez. The gold mine. And then we could do one, dude, where two dudes can share a stick, right? They can walk together with a stick with two growlers hanging from it. Two growlers and a thing that plays your iTunes over an old-style horn. Like a <laughs> Beautiful. That's, I mean, we need, to, we need to invent a thing and claim it as the ultimate pinnacle of hipsterism. It would run out and We should. It. We should, we should. People buy that in a heartbeat. Hipsters would buy it in a heartbeat. What is Until the Until it became cool. Right. Well, if they have it, it is cool, dude. You know what? I've gotten to the point where I want to see these guys with these fucking ironic beards and just punch them in the fucking face. You know, I think you know, the tide's I, turning on hipsters. I, th- I think it's kind of a dying breed now. I don't know what's releasing it, but I see, I see less and less of that kind of thing happening because I think most people are like, okay, i got to stop being a hipster. It's... Fucking fucking douchey. It only takes one hipster to, to ruin the whole fucking hipster movement. One guy to say, you know what? I'm done being a hipster. I'm done. Yes. yes. And then it's all downhill from there. Then, before you know it, 
the growler, every there'll be like Goodwill will be filled with growler covers. No doubt in my mind. <laughs> An Edison homophone or what the fuck is that thing called? That's driving me crazy. I don't know. We Grandma love hipsters. Oh, because they we really do love hipsters because they supply us with so much good material. I wanna say this is hats true. off, you hipsters, and then hats back on. Jaunty hats, of course. Beard beards off the hipsters. You got a little beard though. You got a pretty good beard going. Yeah, but it's not that phony lumberjack beard. It's not like I'm right. trying to groom myself to look like I'm stepping out of the 1920s. <laughs> right. Tell me you're – yeah. You know what? You're perfectly fine if you're just growing a beard and it's just a beard. When you take, like, five minutes out of the shower to work on your beard, that's – you now Now it's time. Now you're a hipster. Now you probably are buying product, beard product, to, like, put in your beard and condition your beard. <laughs> My buddy was telling me he gives this guy a ride to work, right? And actually, uh-huh. the guy I know, he's pretty nice, and he has a beard, and, and he's a pretty cool guy. But he has this beard, and my friend was saying that one day on the way to work, they were comb- he was combing his beard in his car. And Now, imagine it's a long, ironic beard, right, which the young guys are wearing now. But yes. he's like, dude, I turned to him, and I said, done. And he's like, what? And I said, my buddy said, done with that. You are no longer allowed to <laughs> in my car. He's like, because he could see, like, whiskers falling out and, like, ah. on the floor of his car. Oh, that's crazy. So hats off to you, it's Kurt, more, for keeping it. It's more than that, because whenever you, like, have facial hair, you also get, like, facial dandruff because your skin kind of dries out. So he's also, like, uh, when he's combing his beard out, he's throwing out little, you know, curly Q hairs, and also these white skin flakes are probably coming out and dusting that guy's dashboard. And, like, pieces of chicken wing and, you know, all the good stuff that you get caught in your beard. Oh, yeah. Bubble gum, chicken bones, fish bones. That would be hilarious to do, like, a play or a a skit where a guy's combing, a hipster guy's combing out his ironic beard. But what yeah, what is uh, a can of Lone Star oh, Pats. Right. Unfortunately, Pats has been raped and sodomized by hipsters. You know, and I like I said, I'm I'm partially responsible for all of that, and I apologize to Paps for letting that happen because I drank Paps when it was just cheap, not because it was cool, but it also tastes like beer, or it did. You know, uh, they probably reformulated Paps. Now to suit a like a better, higher quality person, I guess. That does not sound what like Paps. That did not have a Paps crack to it. What what, what does uh, Paps Blue Ribbon taste like? These, when was the last time you had one? I seriously have not oh. had a Paps Blue Ribbon since Roehampton. I've probably had a Paps 12 months ago, maybe 18 really? months ago. Yeah. Oh, dude, he, he, I still would drink Paps. Paps is good. That's the, dude, nothing, a beer wise, you know what? I drank a lot of Miller Lite, a lot of fucking Bud Light, right? I went through those two brands. And, and you know what? When I stopped drinking so much, I still was drinking Miller Lite. And if I was going to buy a six pack tomorrow, I'd probably get Miller Lite. But, but, no, you know what? Now I think I'd get Paps. But it tastes like beer. It has a fucking beer flavor, right? Because, wow. It was made in 1892, 
uh, or eighteen no eighteen seventy four I think was the original Pabst formulation. But it tastes like beer, dude. I mean, it tastes like good beer, especially if it's ice cold. You know, like you drink so much Bud Light that really can you even taste it anymore? Honestly, you think? No, I can't. And I, I have no bad memories of, of Pabst. In fact, I have nothing but good. I just don't remember what it tastes like because it's been so long. I haven't seen it anywhere in, got a in bite. years. Really? Ooh, a bite. I like that. Right. It's a manly beer. That's why all the fags are drinking it. Because it thinks they think it makes them look manly. Oh my god! Hey, I want to say real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna start pretending like we actually have listeners, just because we do get some listeners. Whenever we okay. talk about Roehampton, that's the uh, the luxurious homestead that we all shared together as young bachelors back in the '90s. So anytime you hear us mention Roehampton, that's what we're talking about. Our glorious I, youth. I would call you know what I would call Roehampton right now Nirvana. I think that was the it peak. Was. Of my fucking existence right there. I, I think, think so, it, too. I think it was... I peaked. It, thanks for appreciating that I peaked already. I appreciate that, Rufus. <laughs> it's okay for me to think so. Not so awesome for you to think so. Well, hey, I, I peaked younger than you then, because I consider that my peak, too. That's true. You know what? I consider myself partially responsible for your early peak. I apologize for that. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. Good memories. It was good Not memories. as many as I, really... as, I, as I should probably have, but... The few that I can recall were awesome. You know what's crazy, dude? Is is like I remember every fucking instant almost. I can really wow. look back on those days and think I can still see you in my mind, right, singing internet love song into that microphone while me and oh, uh, yeah. you were fucking standing there right in front of the TV, just like it was fucking yesterday. Honest to God. Yep. Yep. With that, what was it? A Fostec four track or eight well, track that you had yes. up there? The four track. Yeah, I, I, could, I remember. I could definitely do it. I could sit down if I had like a 3D CAD program and knew how to use it. I could completely reconstruct oh, the yeah. entire fucking house from memory with down to the thread on the fucking couch. Dude, my that I'll remember is, for sure. When we make a ton of money from Hypersoft and uh, 420 Products USA, is to fucking recreate that house. Oh yeah. I mean, but somewhere nicer, somewhere where there's not neighbors. So the cops don't come. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, I don't want the cops there. That was no fun. They were only there once, though. And I remember I lied right in that fucking... I looked that cop right in the face and lied, and he knew I was lying. Because he asked if we were smoking pot. And I don't even was know I if there? you were there. That you I don't might not even been there. That. I don't think you were there, honestly. I think it was me and Nick and Wardlow and Joel was there, I do believe. But we were... Making a ton of noise, uh, playing guitars and shit, super loud. And, you know, those guys really couldn't play guitar, so it was just probably really loud and annoying. And yeah. the neighbor people finally called the cops on us. It was like 5, 10 in the morning. And the cops came and asked us what we were doing. Well, I answered the door and stepped outside, and I'm like, just drinking and smoking, you know, cigarettes, because, you know, obviously mm-hmm. it smelled like some sort of smoke. And the guy's like, you smoking weed in there? And I said, no, dude, haven't smoked weed in five years, I told him. Which was wow. obviously a clever lie, because we like five seconds. But then they just went away. I mean, I guess cops were cool once upon a time. Yeah, well, yeah. especially Austin cops. Right, that's true. That is very true. <clears throat> One, I told you about the time I got pulled over for having that taillight out, and I was drunk as shit, and the cop 
let me go home and told me to stay there, and he drove by my place a couple times just to make sure I was staying at home. Yep, and I think about that every time I'm driving drunk. Yeah, I, I don't ever see that happening. You know what, dude? And I should have got a DWI that, that night. I mean, obviously. But, uh, and it's not smart to drink and drive, kids. I'm just saying that because the law requires me to. It's fun. It's just not safe. But, um, but uh, I I don't know how I went my whole like serious drinking career without getting a DWI. I don't because I know I like either. for a couple years I was driving it probably I probably never even got behind the wheel and I wasn't like a point oh eight. Yeah, me too. It, it, it's a miracle, and and I've been pulled over. I've had that ex- experience, and I charmed my way out of it. But yeah, it's it's. You and me both, man. Uh, we're just—it's our DNA. We're we're upper echelon when it comes to like human evolution. I got we can handle it. I don't understand people who just can't like handle fucking booze. Either slow down when you got to slow down, or keep your wits about you. That's not fucking difficult, right? Well, for a lot of people, they don't know when they lose their wits. I guess. I mean, I, I've true. been around a ton of people, and it's usually people who drink hard liquor. Because they're like, yeah, give me another fucking shot of whatever. And before they know it, they've had like 10 fucking shots while you're like yeah. having two or three beers. You know what I mean? That's true. And then they're like puking in their shoes like 10 minutes later. Like, I don't know what happened. I was, and that's, my that's, buddies. That's, go ahead, Rufus. To stop, I was just going to say, it's especially true for like light beer. Because like once you, if you don't have a light beer every 10 minutes, then you're pretty much sober in 15 minutes. Right, exactly, and and you're not even full anymore. My my buddy's sister, dude, right? My buddy's sister was drinking all fucking day one time, all right. And I'm talking like drinking all day. Like I saw her at lunchtime at like the local watering hole, and she's fucking drinking pitchers at lunch, right? And so was I. Then I see her at dinner time, and and she's drinking like shots of schnapps. No. And drinking beer, right? Like, getting totally fucking shit-faced drunk. And then she's, I see her, like, couple, like, more like 10 o'clock at night, and she's eating a bunch of fucking wings and and drinking a bunch of beer and taking more shots and stuff. And she fucking, she goes outside, right, and she pukes all over the fucking place, right? And she pukes for, like, two or three hours, then tells everyone that it was the wings, it wasn't, and she called in sick to work the next day. Yeah, oh, it was sure. like the wings. Now, Food if you're gonna fuck, right, yes, it wasn't the fucking ten shots of uh, rumple mints. You know, I'm like that is such fucking bullshit. I called her out on it, and we really haven't talked since, and it's been like 22 years, but it was worth it, entirely worth it. <laughs> entirely worth it. Did you cause a big scene? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I gave it to her in private. But now, me and my wife have this joke because I told my wife the joke, where like if if I'm ever hungover or she's ever hungover, we, we just say it was the wings, and we oh, you can be hungover and not have to tell the other person that you're you, the humi- you have the humiliation of a hangover. Too many wings. It's always cool whenever uh, you can work an inside joke out of a. A weird situation. You know what sucks is this is. Have you ever been hungover and your wife was annoyed that you were fucking hungover? 
I don't know because if I'm hungover, I don't give a shit about anything. And if she was annoyed, I wouldn't give two flying fucks about it because I was just wallowing in my own misery. I'm sure it's happened, but I would be clueless to it. My mom is the kind of person that will make your fucking hungover, your like hungover day, the worst fucking day ever. But if she's hungover, she won't even fucking get out of bed for like a week. But if you're hungover, when I used to come home and visit when I lived in Texas, I'd go back to Indiana, and of course I'd go out with my friends every night and stay out till like three in the fucking morning. And no matter what, at like seven or eight o'clock in the morning, my mom would be outside of my fucking bedroom door running the vacuum cleaner. Just oh like and like hitting the door, knocking against the door and shit, just because she fucking knew that I was hung over in there. That's like the rudest thing you can do to somebody. I think is to bother them while they're hung over. Probably no why there's violence. Surprised she didn't go rent a jackhammer and start like tearing up the, uh, the concrete. We're gonna build a, put a patio here at seven in the morning. You want to help? Right. If she could. If she had heard you say that, she probably would have. Because she just, ugh. And then all day long, she'd be like, did you drink too much last night? Looks like you drank too much last night. But this is a woman who got really drunk one night. This was uh, at my aunt's birthday party. My mom got really fucking drunk. And I wasn't even there, but my wife was nice enough to go with her to this thing Mm. that was actually out of town. And my mom got really drunk and was talking a bunch of gibberish or whatever. That's not even the important part of the important story. The important part of the story is in the morning, my mom was super duper hungover, and they had to drive back to my hometown from like eight hours away. Yeah. And my mom gets up, and like all her her uh, relatives are there and stuff, and they're like all getting up, and they're going out for this big grody greasy breakfast, right? And they go to like some gross. This is weird. They went to a Chinese place. It also had a breakfast buffet. Have you ever heard of such a thing? I would not trust that place as far as I can throw it, dude. I would never eat there. Right. Never. Would you eat never. there before you got on a uh, about an eight-hour car ride? No. Oh, no. That car would be filled with vomit in 20 minutes. Would you eat there if you were getting on an eight-hour car ride after you stayed up till 2 o'clock in the morning drinking vodka? I wouldn't eat anything. I would stay in the car until the other people got back, and I'd try to sleep. I'd go in the trunk. Well, here's my mom's other deal. She doesn't trust anybody else driving, so she insists on fucking driving. So my wife is in the car yeah, with my mom, okay. who just ate the world's worst buffet, right? And they start driving, and my mom has made this drive probably a thousand fucking times. But my mom sure. starts going in the wrong direction, Okay. And my oh, wife no. tries to tell my mom she's going in the wrong direction. My mom's like, no. I know I'm going in the right fucking direction. I've made this oh, track no. a million fucking times. So they end up driving like three and a half hours in the fucking wrong direction because my mom is being so stubborn. And my wife is getting, like too scared to say anything to her. So my wife's like, finally, like, this is not the right fucking direction. We need to turn around right fucking now. And my Was mom this before did. smartphones? Uh, it was probably it was yeah it was before you could like look at a map on your phone no doubt about that oh damn but I mean you no know, they was the one thing is it wasn't before road signs <laughs> <laughs> good point good point road signs were invented in full effect <laughs> <laughs> and maps and gas stations probably <laughs> right yes 
Yeah, my wife probably had the map on her fucking lap, I would imagine. Oh, no. Speaking about gadgets and stuff, I was thinking about technology the other day, and uh, I was watching TV, and I had my phone on my lap, and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to be like a double dipper here. I'm going to do something productive while I'm watching the commercials, so I don't have to watch the commercials, right? So I pick up my phone, and I unlock it or whatever, and I start going through it, and it turns out, because what I was reading beforehand was how nine different emojis look on different operating systems. That's the important stuff that I was learning before. What? Uh, what? Yes. How important is that? That's nine not important emojis. at all. I've, I've, I've never even used an emoji, and just knowing the word emoji just makes me angry at the world in its current state. I love my emoji. I won't send you any more emojis than of myself holding signs and whatnot. Have I sent you any of those? Because you actually need to create your own emoji that we could use for the website. Yeah. I don't think you've ever sent me an emoji. Let me send you one right now. I want you to see. I want you to see my emoji guy. This is who I want to be on my uh, thing since I don't want my real picture out there to disappoint people. And I think anybody would agree that they'd be disappointed by my. uh, by what I look like in real life. Are you sending me this on my phone? My phone? Uh, yes, I was going to. I was asking you if it would work, though. You're going to have to start wearing headphones, man. I can hear my voice coming out of your speakers, and it's making a bad echo. Really? I can't hear it. Oh yeah. What? Well, I can hear it because it. What? Well, I. I guess you can't hear it, but I can hear it come through your mic. Hold on a second. Are you still there? Yes. All right. I'm sending the emoji. Can you hear me or not? Am I still? Are you still coming through my speakers? You need to say something. No, I can. I can hear you good. But can you hear you? No, I can't. Okay. So, did you get it yet? No. Did you send a text or an email? I sent a text. All right. I just wonder what those look like. Because now that I know emojis look different on operating systems, it's kind of blown my mind. Oh, I got got a a text that says download the message, but when I try to download it, it won't let me do it, I guess because I'm using the phone at the same time. Fucking technology is worthless, man. Yes, yes it is. I think at what point do you feel like technology went too far? Where were we? I mean, I think cell phones were fine. I think when we got into the smartphone, area and maybe it's just gone a little too far because think about it dude the phone that you're holding your hand could probably fly the apollo mission like completely on its own compared to like i read something about that like uh not too long ago maybe a couple of years ago that the average smartphone is like 200 300 times more powerful than the computers they used for the first moon landing I don't need that. Why do, I, why do I need that shit in my hand? But I do because I I play Candy Crush. Right. I saw this thing the other day. I see I've never played Candy Crush, but it was a thing where it said some lady killed her husband over some kind of Candy Crush thing. Because no he would shit. buy her a new life or something on Candy Crush or, or some deal like that. That's fucked up. I do play Candy Crush. I have to admit that I, I do, do really? play Candy Crush. My wife was playing that for a while. 
it's a good thing to play when you're sitting on the toilet with you know trying to crank out a big poop. But I don't like get into it. But yeah, it's it's. I've never bought anything to try to win. So what okay. what can you win? I mean, you can win money, or you can win prizes, or something, or you just win. No, no it's just a game like tic tac toe or something. You play. Play. We should do like virtual jacks or virtual uh, tic tac toe or something. Is there a virtual tic tac? I'm sure there is. That's a stupid fucking question. Well, didn't we already talk about doing virtual paper rock scissors? Yes, we did. We did talk about that. Right. That's totally viable. I still think that's a viable product. Absolutely viable. Have you ever heard that called Rochambeau? Uh, Rochambeau. The only my only knowledge of Rochambeau is from uh, the cartoon. Oh God, what South Park? Where one of the characters says, "I'm going to Rochambeau you," and that means kicking you in the balls, basically. Really. Because I thought Rochambeau yeah, was yeah. the rock, paper, scissors game. Really? No, I've never heard that. So, I mean, how, how is, it, is it? I rock, have no idea how the frick you would spell that. I could barely Maybe spell it. Maybe like Uber, where some just random person comes up and kick you, kicks you in the balls. <sighs> you could just do that. You just get drunk to a, at a bar and go fucking do that to see somebody and see what happens. <laughs> I have no idea. I would say it's French, so R-E-A-U-C-H-A-M-B-E-A-U-X or something crazy like that. I'm pretty sure Uh, Google can find it for you if you just spell it in like the most fucking caveman-ish way ever. I did. I spelled it in the most caveman-ish way ever, and it says Rochambeau is a game where two participants use hand symbols for rock, paper, scissors. All right, I was right. I, I learned something in college because I actually learned that in college when we were playing darts. We used to Rochambeau to see who would go, who, what guy would like play what guy first. And they they told me it was called Rochambeau. I did not know that until uh, my second year of college. Apparently, apparently the uh, the South Park version is when the character the character Cartman's twist of the game involves both players kicking each other in the testicles until one falls and the other person still standing is being the winner. That sounds fun. Let's do that. Let's do that instead. I think it's part of the uh, next Summer Olympics. It should be if it's not. So have you seen this a lot? This, there's a thing on YouTube where this chick like who plays the violin... Mm-hmm. Mimics a car alarm. Have you seen this? No, I have not. It's pretty amazing. It's actually pretty amazing. She sounds just like a car alarm. I just thought I would tell you that before I forgot. You know what up. I thought would be a funny bit, dude? I was watching some people on TV launch a boat, right? And you know how they take a champagne bottle and break it against the front of a boat? Yeah. Well, it was like the bit would be... You know, like, over the years, these people are, like, getting a bigger and bigger boat as they become more successful or whatever, and they keep launching it in the same fucking place. And they don't know it, but right underneath the fucking, uh, right underneath the water where they've been launching these boats is, like, this huge fucking pile of super sharp glass. 
So oh, at the end of the bit, like one of the little grandkids goes and jumps in like right by the boat or whatever and, and gets gored to death. It's <laughs> fucking dark, man. Wow. That was that's me talking about the jealousy of me not having a giant yacht. So better get me a giant yacht ASAP if you don't want me to have those dark I, thoughts. I thought you were gonna say something that's more like a Mel Brooks movie where the bigger the boat, the bigger the champagne bottle. So oh, yeah, it they have a, a, Oh my it's god. Definitely like that. Into the broken glass. Right, but that's at the terrible. end the kid jumps into the broken glass. <laughs> cool. I thought I of it more it. of a a metaphor with how uh, what we're doing to the earth right now and what we're doing oh, to deep. our children in the future. It's a, it's a very deep metaphor. It is deep. <laughs> wow. Well said. Well put. <laughs> I would like to thank marijuana for that insight. <laughs> how often can you, can you say that? Probably pretty often. I like to say it at least once a day. You know what? And people think I smoke a lot of pot. The deal is I don't smoke a lot of pot. I like to take one or two fucking hits of pot a day. And it just, it's enough to, to get me high for a while, but not to like, I don't need to nap it off later. I don't get burned right. out. Right. Yes. But I never smoke before like five o'clock. Well, I can't say never, but it would be unusual. I'm too busy dealing with the high power people in my industry. Who are also high. They're very well, advantageous. They're probably not high. They're probably stale, cardboard, cut-out corporate guys, I'm guessing. They are. You know them. You know how they are. I know. Well, how you know what? Some of them, I can't say that, be because that. Some, of them, some of them are actually cool. Some of them I smoked pot with before. Really? Yeah, but that's like, that's one in 20 guys, probably. Well, more like probably like two, one in 10 guys. But see, it's those four guys, in 20 the guys. part is, those guys all work together, right? So oh, yeah. it's not like they're spread throughout. So when I'm working with these guys, it's like really fun, this one group of guys. But then I have to go out, and there's not like another cool guy because they've used up the whole cool guy quota in one little group of guys. Sure. You get it. Sort of like we do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So are you looking forward to your vacation? I guess, yeah. I mean, I'm not looking forward to the – the getting there. I guess nobody looks forward to getting on their vacation. Right. That's Probably the worst bullshit. part. But I'm looking forward to being there, I guess. I like the beach and golf carts. What do you think the worst part of a vacation is? Do you think it's the going on the vacation or the coming home from the vacation? A lot of people would say it's the coming home from the vacation, but I find a weird relief when a vacation is over. Is that strange? No, I don't think that's strange at all. In fact, I really enjoy I enjoy the getting home. The getting home from a vacation, I think, is what the vacation's about. It's like realizing, fuck yeah, I'm back where I need to be. I'm going to sleep for two days now. Right. I, and the the like actual the travel. Vacation. What's that? I said you can be just like another successful vacation in the books. Now we can go home and everything can get back to normal. Right, exactly. And you kind of appreciate what normal is a little differently, at least yeah. for a couple of weeks. Exactly, exactly. You know what? I'm I ready like, to go home from vacation about the second day of the vacation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think the travel back 
the getting home is great. The traveling toward that, I think, is a little a little nerve wracking. I do like the traveling, the initial travel, like to the vacation. Those airplane flights, the airport, the drive, because it's exciting. You're like, we're going somewhere. I can't wait to get there. When the vacation's over, doing that shit reverse totally fucking sucks. And I think that also lends to the excitement of finally it being done and you're back. And you're like, oh, fuck. Awesome. I can't believe you enjoy the travel on the way there. I can't even deal with that. If you could, like, blink your eyes and be somewhere, I'd be like, man, travel sucks. But, I mean, it's it's like lately, dude, like the last couple of years, and I wish you better luck. Tell me you're not flying through Atlanta, Georgia. I, I don't, don't think, so, think no. so, no. I bet you $100 you are. Well, oh, shit. Now you, you get me angry part of the country, and almost all the flights come from Atlanta. But Atlanta airport, because it's the biggest in the world, and it's in the worst place with the worst fucking weather, it's like, fuck, dude, if you get stranded there, you're just like so fucked. I sat there for like two days on my vacation one time. Are you serious? I'm dead fucking serious. I am dead. Yes. And dude, this was like the shortest vacation ever. We had, This is a couple years ago. We planned on going on our vacation to North Carolina. We show up the first day and our flight out is canceled for some reason. Right? And they can't book us on another flight that day. So luckily we're just at home, like 40 minutes from our house. So we go home, we show up the next day, the flight is canceled again. Okay? Same fucking flight. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I would agree with you there. So the third day, we show up, we finally get out, we get stranded in fucking Atlanta for two days. Okay? So then we finally make it to to Wilmington, North Carolina, that's where we were headed. And we our, our vacation's half over at this point, right? Because we've been stranded. Wow. First we get fucked over for two days, then we get stranded for two days. And uh, so I'm calling them up, right, to tell them that we're going to extend our vacation because I didn't have to be back to work. My wife didn't have to be back to work. We, my mom's place is there, so we, we had a free place to stay. And uh, and they want to charge me 1500 bucks. Right, like five hundred dollars a ticket. This is—I will tell you more about this in a second. But I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't be needing to extend my vacation if you would have gotten me out the first day. You know what I mean? Because what they do? Cancellation caused me to be backed up and miss four days of my vacation because their initial missed flight. Did they work with you and get that fucking? Well, with me, dude, and the guy kept saying five hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, right? It's all it's all it's gonna cost to change the fucking ticket. So I'm like, all right, change the fucking ticket, then. You know, what? I'm like five hundred dollars, whatever. I'm not fucking going home right now, right? So right. the flight that I was supposed to go out on, okay, you're not even gonna believe this. The next day, if I would have stayed on this flight, the flight was canceled, leaving. Oh. So I first of all, I fucking paid. For no reason, because the flight wasn't even going to fucking leave, so I could have just booked to be on the next flight whenever. But they didn't charge me five hundred bucks; they charged me five hundred bucks a ticket. What? Yes, and that's like their double talk on the fucking on the airline. The dude was dude, like five hundred dollars. That's what it cost. Instead of saying five hundred dollars per ticket, 
He just said five hundred dollars. That is bullshit, dude. Hmm. It is bullshit, dude. And I got back when we and then we. You wouldn't even believe me, Rufus. So then we get stranded in Atlanta again on the way home with my fucking two-year-old daughter. And we end up leaving there at, like, we get there at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon and leave there at, like, 3.50 in the morning. Because they kept delaying. Oh, the fucking- my God. This yeah. is why people bomb airports. It's just, dude, you know what? The bullshit is. If I want to change my fucking ticket and I let you know like four days before the ticket's even supposed to go, you're a fucking cockass. Yeah. You don't fucking just say, you know what, change the fucking ticket. Especially, yeah, especially if it's your fucking fault that right. half your yes. vacation's been wasted. So, dude, I, mean, I got home. I was, I was so fucking amped up. I was going to write a letter and all that shit and whatnot, and I never did. But I oh, get to find out that my father-in-law wrote a letter. Right, to them one time it's Delta, by the way. If people anybody wants to know, and they end up giving him all kinds of free crap. And I'm like, man, if only I fucking would have wrote that letter, I'd probably have free crap. But I didn't. And you sh- you should have written that letter. In this day and age, you should have written like a big like expose. You're right. You can write for the Huffington. Anybody can write for the Huffington Post. You're right. I should have Huffington Post. There's no reason I couldn't do that right now. I can still write that story. Yeah, you could. Bullshit story that they charged me fifteen hundred dollars to change my fucking flight. Dude, it's vacation season. It's relevant. I mean, you can write it now. Don't let this happen to you! Exclamation point. And then tell you your know story. what we should invent, dude. You know what I want to invent? This is probably already a thing too. Is it a keyboard? Right? Not just a keyboard, but a computer program that when you type on your um, keyboard, it sounds like an old timey typewriter. Oh man, that's awesome, dude! I immediately like that. <laughs> Doesn't that? Wouldn't that be kind of fucking cool? That I mean, is cool. That's have, endearing. You could have like you could have different typewriters though. You could have like Selectrics or like the old one that uh, like oh, William Burroughs God. used to use. But how do you how do you simulate the real thrill of the typewriter is when the carriage gets to the end and you got to go and push it back. Uh, that's if you can replicate that thing. somehow. It's a mouth. I'm saying we should do that. That can't even be that hard to fucking write, could it? What is it, some no, sound effects? No. What would really cool, dude, is having a, like a version that you pay for where you can see the things come up, where this electric has like the little ball at the bottom. That, like, I think every college kid that wanted to be a writer would buy that program. I bet every hipster every would have one. Every hipster would if, if you made it for the Mac, it, Apple only. If you if you made that like downloadable to the Apple App Store, every hipster would pay a buck ninety nine for it, and ninety nine cents per like brand of typewriter. For yeah, sure. and you know what, dude? No reason you can't do that on your text. Exactly. Exactly. And we did it again, folks. It took us forty minutes, but we did it. We came up with another fucking great hypersloth idea. Now, someone that is a software developer, call us now. I know that you're listening because we want to do this. And you know what? We we have that excellent, I think, and this would be a good season for our tourism one, our tourism app where you just have all the all of the stuff that you want to buy on vacation waiting for you when you get home that you we yeah. show you how to buy it. And 
We don't really have to do anything in that scenario, do we? Just an Amazon shop, maybe? Yeah, I think so. i, I got to say something else about the typewriter because it, it, it <laughs> struck a chord with me in my nostalgia lobe of my brain. All right. I love that story. Uh, my, <laughs> my, my grandmother had a typewriter. i, I got to credit my grandmother with two things. One, get me into music because she had a piano. Every time we went over to her house, I played piano. Right, I tried. And uh, the first thing I ever learned to play on piano was my aunts, were twins, my grandma's daughters. They plinked out by ear how to play the Star Wars theme and showed me how to do it. So I'm like a seven-year-old kid playing Star Wars theme on the piano. I'm like, fucking A, I'm a badass. But she also had a typewriter, and this typewriter really got me into writing because it was like uh, a case, and you opened it up, and it looked all official, and it made those sounds. Just like you want to emulate, clack, 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 clack. But the weird thing about this typewriter is it typed in cursive, dude. It wasn't like print. It literally, right. when you typed it out, it looked like cursive. And you know I what? Love that machine. Is think about it, dude. They could do that by carving out those little things right now. I can't find a good fucking cursive font online to save my life where the letters actually look like they fucking go together. No, they all look phony and yeah, they look half-ass. like they're supposed to have one fucking pixel in between them basically very strange so now you know it's funny you say that about the piano thing because i also the first thing i learned to play on the piano was the theme to uh you know the sting yeah that that's the first thing i ever learned to play on piano and it's still the only thing i know i do actually know one other thing and it's the theme the first couple bars to the pink panther theme song no kidding. You familiar with that, Pete, that gym? I am. I can't recall it now, but I do. God damn it. I just made a reference the other day to somebody. Was Pink Panther gay? Yeah, you really get into those low notes. For sure. You were doing a little scat in there. Oh, yeah. Is that called scat? Maybe that's not called scat. Scat's like some kind of perverse thing on the internet, is it not? Like, Well, well scat is both uh, se- sexual shitting and just sort of like musical rambling. So why? How do you get those two things uh, derived from the same word? I don't know, but dude, one of the best lines I've ever written in a song, and it wasn't a hypersoft song, although maybe it should be, is it was a song about, it was a rap. I like to rap, do hard, some hardcore rapping when I'm driving around. And it was a rap about being infested with parasites and having diarrhea. And I said that I was blasting out scat like Mel Torme. And so it, oh it, it's God. like multi-layered. I get it. You know, I'm, I'm feeling you it. You get it. You get it. Yeah, I know. I get it. I laughed. Did I not? Yeah, I laughed out loud. It's funny. It's a good line. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mel Torme thanks you as well because he's, he's, <laughs> sure, he does. he's rolling in his grave. I assume he's dead. You know what? I don't know. Is he? I think I assumed he was dead at one point like 20 years ago. <laughs> And he was still alive because I saw him on like Night Court or something. But uh, oh, I had Night Court. Remember that show? Tell me that you didn't want to 
like have sex with Christine? Was that her name? The chick with the big boobs? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a great show. But yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Christine, the VA assistant or whatever she was. <laughs> right. To think that that fag Harry was trying to get in on that was that his? That's his real name, isn't it, Harry? Uh, yeah, 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 it is. Whatever happened to him? He like turned into thinking he was a magician or something, didn't he? And that kind of took him off the rails. I think it was always that, but I think uh, Night Court was his big break, and after that, I mean, some people want to have a big break. You know what, and I don't, if you got the big break and it set you up money-wise, I would just say, okay, enough is enough. You know, at some point you got to say, I'm just made the money, now i got to live my life, because I think when people start chasing the fame, like me and you, the way we're getting wrapped up in it, in our own fame, that it that's when you get, like, led down the dark path to uh, I agree. buying boats and small islands and island chains and whatnot. Uh, yeah. I, I don't need any of that fancy bullshit. I just need to be comfortable doing what I want to do. If like this made us rich and famous, that's all I'm asking for. I'm not going to be like going off into a side project when I want to act in a movie and be in this other band. No, funny. Well, we'll have our own movie studio, obviously. Oh, yeah. We just need an outlet for all of our creative juices. Where did that word ever come from, do you think? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm looking at a picture of Mel Torme. He was a dashing fellow back in his day. Was he? No, he wasn't. He was kind of a dork. He would never make it big today. Is he wearing any rings? No, he's uh, he's like a Jewified Buddy Holly in his looks. Really? I figured more like Frank Sinatra or something. Oh no, he's not that dashing. No, no, really? no. He's like the poor man's Frank Sinatra. I have to look him up now. Is he still I mean, he's alive? Right. I've had a few of his CDs in the past. He's he's definitely talented, but in terms of looks, right, he's no Frank Sinatra. I was actually surprised he did have some very popular songs. Oh no, he wow. Well, he got he he uh he might have lived a little too long. I think Belfort <laughs> outgrew his his uh famousness or at least his dashing good looks. I think that's what they etched on his headstone. He might have lived a little too long. <laughs> Tears lies Mel Torme. He outlived his youthfulness. Oh my God. Yeah, he was dashing. He was something, old Mel. But he does have a lot of classic hits. I mean, he sang some pretty famous songs. Yeah, but it's, it's weird. Like, all those songs back then, like, everybody sang. Like, he sang out. Yeah, I know. You know what? That's exactly know, what, what I was saying. I mean, did he make the song famous, or was it just a song that everybody did that you're like, oh, I assume that's Mel Torme's version that I'm thinking of? Yeah, exactly. Well, I remember the first Mel Torme CD I got, which is really good. But, like, every song I was like, oh, yeah, that's uh, Frank Sinatra does that on this other CD I have. It's just like they had reams and reams and, and warehouses full of songwriters back then. They would just like, write songs and pass them out, and everybody would fucking do them. Right, yeah. I mean, none of those guys wrote their own songs. Who was, like, Nelson oh, Riddle? No. 
wrote every Frank Sinatra song, right? Uh, I'm not sure. That name rings a bell, for sure. I'm pretty sure that he did. Those are crazy guys, though. Those were, like, guys back then, Rufus, that if you, like, hummed them a melody, they could fucking, like, chart it out for you right in front of you. Oh, they, oh yeah. They were badass. And it's cool. You see pictures of, like, these guys, Mel Torme or Frank Sinatra, like, re- in the recording studio back then, and it's not like they're in a booth by themselves. They're, like, in there with the orchestra, and they're performing, and they're just capturing that on, on tape. You know, it's like a one take, and that's it. Pretty impressive. Did you ever get a chance to watch that um, documentary? I think it was called The Family or something. It was, it was about uh, all these studio musicians from, like, that time. And, no, like, how I, they I all didn't. worked together on, like, the world's most famous songs, like, from the early 50s through, like, the late or to mid-70s. Like, they wrote every line to every famous song, you know, these these group of studio musicians. And one one of them was uh, Tony Tedeschi was one of the guitar players. But Glenn Campbell, you know, the he's – I don't know if he's still alive or not. You know, familiar with Glenn Campbell? Yeah. Well, he was one of these studio musicians, too. And he just kind of went out on his own after being, like, a studio musician for a long time. It's a fucking super duper interesting uh, documentary to watch. I wish I could remember the name of it. I, I, I do recall you missing that on a previous show that I listened to recently, but uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. I feel like I haven't been watching enough Netflix. You've been watching a lot of Netflix. I can't really do Netflix streaming because of uh, the shitty satellite internet we have here. So what do you end up watching mostly? Just like your satellite TV. Yeah, well, the TV we have is uh, DirecTV. It's not related right. to our Internet, so we get all the TV channels that everybody else gets. But if we stream something over the Internet, it uses our monthly data cap, so we right. can't really stream anything. We can maybe do one or two movies you know, a month. So do you know what the bullshit is there, dude? They can send you as much information as they want when it's DirecTV. You know what I mean? But they can't do it when it's... Uh, the other shit that makes no sense to me. You know what I mean? Sixty. It does make no sense. You're right. I, I, it's two different companies, so it's not I like direct TV, fucking internet. But you're, I mean, the technology is there. It, they're it doing the exact same thing. Dumb. It is. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to make a ton of money, why wouldn't someone just need to come up with the all you can fucking use data plan for the satellite? Well. Yeah, and, and you shouldn't have to pay extra for shit. I mean, the technology is there. It's not like if I go up, go over my 50 gigs a month, they send up an astronaut to add another microchip <laughs> right. to the fucking satellite. You know, it's the satellite's still there doing its thing. Don't charge me extra. Just let it do its thing a little more. I just, I am so convinced that America itself is being put out of fucking business by like. Comcast and the government, basically. They're like putting the small guy, who the small guy I'm considering is like the average guy, like me or you or whoever, is being put out of business because we're fucking being destroyed by big business. You're right. You're right. I mean, that's why there's a fee or a tax on everything. Right. And they just want you to like be strapped all the fucking time. I just, 
It's so unfair. I wish more people would just wake up and say, you know what? The government's just so good at convincing us that everything's fine right now. You know, all the people in power are like, everything's great. And people are like, yeah, it is. It's great. I'm making 10 bucks an hour and fucking $50,000 in debt. I couldn't even imagine how much. Somebody posted on Reddit today on Ask Reddit, where you can just ask Reddit questions. And somebody said, what is, what is one thing that is perfect? It's like accepted in society, but it really pisses you off. And one of the top responses was, that whenever I want to pay online, I have to pay an extra fee. Right. And that's that's totally true. Like if I go to like my cable bill or, or yeah. anything, if they pay online, there's like an online processing fee of six bucks or whatever. And I'm like, you're, it's just electrons and shit. What do you? What is this extra fucking charge? So you want me to money. mail you a physical check and somehow that's more convenient and cost less? No. That's you know what that's like all the fucking bullshit fees like you were saying fees a second ago. I got my cable bill right, and it's like local sports fee, uh, local channel fee. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all, I don't want to watch any of the fucking sports, regional sports. That's what it said. It was three bucks. You know, and then like some other fee that I have to pay them, dude, to watch. This is crazy. I have to pay them, Rufus, to watch my local channels, which I could get over the air for free. I have to pay them yep. special for that. Oh, yeah. Now, what the yes, fuck kind of fucked up fee is that? And first of all, and when it's like universal service fee and like uh, some other kind of fucking fee, I'm like, why am I paying all your fees? Those are your cost of doing business. Exactly. <laughs> why am I paying for you to fucking do your business? No, that comes out of your fucking profit, not on my fucking check. Or my, that's know. a good point. That, that, that's dumb of them to itemize that shit. I mean, if they want to jack up price, it's great. They should just put it on your bill as, like, your fee. They don't need to be, like, right. it's like they're charging you plumbing fees. We had to have the stuff to take pump this week at the corporate office, so here's your part right. of that fee. Here's your part of the suspenseful excretory fee that we'll be assessing monthly now. Right. You know, I mean, Jesus Christ. It's like, you know, it just, and I get mystery charges. And then I'm like, I don't even know what this means. But did I pay for it or should I be paying for it? But what I found out is, according to them, they're never wrong. So who do you argue with? Well, of course they're not wrong. They say you should pay them extra for being extra right. You know what? I do. There's an extra right fee. Well, no, I mean, it's like if they could charge you a fee to talk to customer service, they would. Oh, sure. I'm sure the fee has something to do with, like, some government regulation that says they got to charge a fee if it's going to take someone out of a job or some shit like that. I mean, I'm just speculating there, but I'm sure they figured out how to put someone out of a job and collect a fee by reading the letter of the law. Just for kicks, I'd be curious to see what happens. Is like next time you need to call like uh, Comcast technical support or whatever, like make a collect call. See if they'll answer oh it. My God, that would be hilarious. We should do that on the show. That'd be awesome. We should do it. We should do it just a bit where we call Comcast support or whatever, and they're like acting like we're calling and trying to get out of jail. Like here's the collect call. <laughs> You know, collect call from Brian from uh, the 
penitentiary. Wonder what they would say. They'd probably hang yeah, up. They wouldn't. They? Yeah, they wouldn't accept it. We should call and like try to come on to some chick on there. Be like, hey, so what are you doing tonight? How's it going? <laughs> Can you come fix my cable? I don't know. I'm my saying, cable's like, kind of limp. Chick and see what they say to you. What's like, How does your boyfriend treat you? We should do a prank call. You know what? We need to call Switzerland. I don't see the phone thing up there, though. We do. Uh, here it is. I can't do it because I'm calling you on my cell phone. No, I mean, there was a way to call out on the show. Maybe when maybe when you get into the VIP part of the show, it's not up there. Oh, shit, you're right. You're right. There's one way to do that. No, I know you can do it because that's how we called out our other call. Boss Talk Radio probably put that down. They're like, yeah. They probably did. They're like, this is useless. We definitely have to find out a workaround about the fucking Skype. Dude, the Skype, watching you during the show, to me, makes the show 100 million percent better. That's well, your voice for a while. Voice. I know, but now it won't let me call into a. What do you call it? It won't let me call into Skype or call into the show using my Skype. So fucked up. Thank God. Anyways, what a nightmare. What a nightmare. So your son, uh, how'd your your short film? Is it finished? Did I see the finished short film, or did I just see a piece of it? I don't know. You haven't seen the, the finished thing. It still has a lot of work to do. You just haven't had time to work on it. Oh, special effects, and sound effects, and i got to add some music to it. The special effects, dude, how do you do that? That uh, the, the sword looks pretty damn real, I must say. Uh, I used Adobe After Effects, which you might what? be familiar with. I am? And there's a plugin for it called Saber. It's actually made by a guy that worked on the Star Wars films. Right. But he was he was relegated to work on other bullshit and not lightsabers. And he said, well, I want to do lightsabers, so I'll make this fucking plugin. And so that's, that's it. And that's it. He gives it away totally free. So you just download it and install it on Adobe After Effects. So how does it? Because you have to. Right. How do you get to follow the sword? Or the movement. You got to do it frame by frame, and it's got like uh, two points: the beginning and the end, obviously. And so you go frame by frame, and you set the beginning at like the hilt, and the end at like the the end of the blade or whatever. Right. And it just draws it whenever you watch it all the way through, and there it is. Good lord! How long does that take? It doesn't take that long, really. Really. Yeah, and it all—it always you're just moving two points, right? But does it come out the same length every time and shit? Or do you have to? Uh, well, you're—you're you're just moving the two points wherever the beginning of the end of the saber is. So, right, but, yeah. but I'm saying like the two points—are they already plotted? I mean, every time you move no, the you, two points, this is a irrelevant. No, you, kind of, no. I. I Sorry about that. You're I got plot, sidetracked. <laughs> it's all right. No, so you said you tell it where the special effects starts, 
and you set it to the hilt and the end of the blade. Right. And then you move the next frame, and you move it, move each point, move the next frame, move each point. And the whole time it's drawing, like, the glow and everything, right. and even the, the motion blur. So it's not it's not always a stick. Sometimes it's a triangle because, you know, if you move the, the blade fast, it's going to leave a, a motion blur that's like in an arc. And so it, it right. draws that. It knows how to fucking draw that. Right. Really cool. Really cool. Sounds cool. I was like, man, there's Rufus knows how to do that. What the hell? That's pretty awesome. Now the, I'm the sound effects of it, I had to download and kind of sync it separately. Well, I know that. You're, you're mixing in a real movie here. How long is the finished product going to be? Oh, not that long. Not that long. Maybe five or six minutes. That's pretty long, dude. That's like a short film that you could show if you were uh, in film school. I am going to submit it to Sundance. And Are you? Oh, yes. I like I watched uh, I watched a, a new show the other night called The Last Hours of. Have you seen this show? No, I have not. What's that? It's like a. This one was about Jim Morrison, and they like followed Jim Morrison, and, like give a like a coroner's report on what they think killed Jim Morrison. They like have like a panel of experts try to decide, you know, this is what he's suffering from, like using the various angles of like people that were with Jim the night that he died or around Jim like the month before he died and shit. Wow. It was, it was almost entertaining, but it's almost too real. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, Jim died uh, because he was high on heroin, had pneumonia, and had ruptured his stomach when he fell like, I guess like a couple months before Jeez. he died. He fell four stories. In some kind what? of packed out drunk state, he fell four stories and landed on his back, right? And, like, got up and shook it off or whatever. And then, like, two months later did the exact same thing. And never went to the hospital or anything. But, uh, so he was walking around with, like, broken ribs and shit. Good God. This show sounds depressing as fuck. <laughs> it was depressing. It was. I felt bad for Jim. I did. It's so weird to think those guys were only 27 when they died. And here Isn't I am, six, and I haven't accomplished anything, really. Oh, come on. You got a family, you got a kid. Who cares about that? I mean, really accomplish something. <laughs> I know what you mean, dude. I try to talk myself into that whole, well, I'm a yeah. human being, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm not famous or rich. Right. Dogs raise nothing. kids, man. So do pigs and chickens and whoever. Exactly. Any animal. I do a better job. I I have yet to see a fucking uh, pig rob a bank or a rooster uh, (laughs) cut someone's throat. Well, maybe I have seen that. I just can't talk about it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's obvious that, like, apes raise better kids than human beings. Why do you think that is? I don't know, but I'll give my kid to an ape any day. Because the male ape can have any one of the females that he wants at any time, Rufus. Oh, that's why I identify with apes so much. Why did why did we ever go away from that? Why did we think we evolved? I, is it Christianity's fault? Well, no, because Christianity doesn't believe in evolution. I, I think evolution is the worst mistake humanity ever made. 
we should have stayed apes. I agree with Fucking that. Fucking eating and living in trees. <laughs> right. Exactly. Nothing wrong with any of that, is there? But we'd rather, like, grab a lunchbox and go to fucking work every day? Come home and uh, sit and complain about money? Dude, I would would be thrilled to just live in the woods and not have to worry about anything. Dude, we, you know what, for the Bud Buddy site, we need to set up, you know, I, I did get a chance, I only looked at the screen picture that you sent me, dude, I haven't had a chance to get in there yet, because I know nothing about any of it, really. And I'm intimidated by it. But uh, oh, I would love to do a page that has exactly what we're talking about. And you know you sent me that picture of that monkey, and I turned into that picture of monkey smoking a joint? Mm-hmm. We need to do a are we really more evolved. And we'll, we could, like, do a – we were just talking about we're not really more evolved than apes. I mean, or we're so evolved that we're devolved. Yeah, we are. And make it look like a National Geographic cover, like I was talking about the one time, because you did such an awesome job of that, that one. Are you? Did you do National Geographic? Uh, I started. I have not finished. So I would love to see. We we have so many good ideas, Rufus. What are we gonna do here? I don't know. No, I'm, I'm just thinking about walking out the door and going to the woods and living in a tree. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice, dude. I've, I've started working. Oh man, I, I love this too. Like I always work. I work at home, which sucks. People think that's a, a fucking dream. They're right. Like, oh, you work at home. That must be great. And I'm like, no, it's not fucking great. No, it's not, not at all. It's, it's fucking terrible. But I have no other place to go. So I started. I go out by the pond, by the edge of the road. And I sit in a lawn chair with my laptop because the Wi-Fi still reaches. And, dude, just being out there in the sun, in the nature, I'm just like, I just want to quit my job and just sit in a lawn chair all fucking day and watch the fish in my pond. Man. Well, you can kind of do that. You got a pretty nice-looking spread out there, Rufus. I think I like the way you're doing your own thing in your own time. I can dig it. I mean, there ain't a lot of guys out there with their feet up in a lawn chair making millions like you. I mean, there's a few, granted. Just not a lot. I ain't making millions, but at least I got my feet up in a lawn chair. Right. So hey, you know what? You got a chair. Are you making payments on the chair or is the chair paid for? Uh, I got it from Rent-A-Center, so it's a $40 <laughs> okay. chair. I think when I'm done, I, I still owe $2,000 on it. I want you to try, what I do want you to do is take the interest on that and deduct that, uh, use that as a deduction on your taxes this year, okay? You can still, oh, sure. by law, you're still allowed to pay $5,000 for the chair, but you get to write off like the $40 a year in in, uh, in interest that you would pay on that chair. Well, what's cool is Renaissance now offers tax services, so you end up paying even oh more. God. That is a wet dream. That is a wet. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You can get your tax check, dude, and you can spend it all on a fucking TV that you don't even ever own for two thousand bucks. That's right. 
with only a hundred and eighty percent interest. Where is a cop when you need him? You know what I mean? Because oh, that exactly should be fucking mean, yeah. illegal. That should be so fucking illegal. But that's that's fine because some big corporation does it to some guy that doesn't know any better. I mean, you might as well stick a gun in somebody's fucking ribs. Well, the fine print, man. The fine print will save your devious ass every time. I'm just saying, and that should who's that tells you that big business is running the government because the government should be in there, like stopping people from doing that. If it was a dude doing it, if you went out and wrote that that paper up with some guy, we're like, yeah, dude, he's just renting my TV, you know, for twenty fucking years at forty dollars a month. They'd put you in jail. Well, but that's if called a big loan shark. You could fucking do it. That's right. If you don't have a permit, it's called you're a right. loan shark. If you do have a permit, you're a rental center. I was watching another interesting show that I watched like five episodes in a row of the other night called DUI. Have you seen this show? No, I have not. It's I'm straight up people getting pulled over, right, and busted. It's not necessarily. Usually it is almost always DUI, but it could be a DUI on drugs, or it could be a DUI on drinking, you know. But they busted this guy who had two pounds of pot, right? And mm-hmm. this was in Oklahoma. And they threw him in jail. And, you know, this thing is a, it's an interesting show because they don't realize that they're doing this, but they're showing you how screwed up the system is by putting people in jail and, like, making them go back to jail and, like, then making them lose their jobs and shit by charging them with felonies yes. for pretty small offenses. Yeah. But I've noticed that about, about similar shows. You're right. One of the charges the lines like you do. the guy had was that he didn't have a tax stamp for the two pounds of fucking drugs, for the two pounds of pot that he had. He didn't have a proper tax stamp. He did get – he got possession of marijuana with intent to distribute and then – Possession without a tax stamp. What? Yeah, and it's some kind of fucking, I looked it up, it's some kind of fucking bullshit law where if you do decide to sell pot, you have to have a fucking tax stamp. Because it was a well, way, of of getting, way of getting people in trouble, like, with the IRS and shit, too. Oh, fuck the so IRS. Fuck. Jesus Christ. I, IRS should be disbanded. Dumbfounded. You know, he's like, how the fuck... Can you tax something that's not even legal? I mean, that's like the whole basis of taxes, is it not? You can't tax something that's not legal. That makes no fucking sense. It doesn't. Nothing in the world does not make sense. The older I get and the more that I just sit back and perceive things, nothing makes sense. And nothing makes sense because we fuck it all up. I mean, like human beings just fuck shit up. Everything that we come up with is just like logically impure and, and fucking stupid, and it helps. It's true. It helps a small handful of fucking people. Yeah. There's, I, I I don't know. We're we're just fucking idiots. This is why aliens haven't landed and been like, yes, join our galactic empire. They're like, right. Man, these these people are fucking retards. Let's we're just like watch the, this. We are the ginger game. people of the universe. You know, I remember the last, like, corporate gig I had. I guess I have a corporate gig now, but, I mean, the, the last, like, office corporate gig I had where I went and I worked in a cubicle and had to do meetings and stupid shit like that. Is I remember I went to a meeting once, and it was me and two other guys who were cool like us, 
and these two other guys, one was my boss, one was not, and we had a, a video screen meeting with the, the founders of the company who were obviously idiots. You know, I, I think founders of most companies just got lucky and got rich from their luck and good timing, and they think that they're fucking brilliant because of that. And so we're sitting in this meeting with these guys from this video talking about the dumbest fucking shit in the world, and we're trying to tell them how dumb they are without losing our jobs. Right. And, and this other guy looked over to me, and he's just shaking his head, like pinching the bridge of his nose. And this guy ended up quitting. He couldn't take it anymore. And he just he, he whispered to me, he said, this is like watching four monkeys try to fuck a football. <laughs> and and I think that's how aliens look at everything that happens on Earth. It's just like a bunch of monkeys just trying to fuck each other. Or, or or they have this thing called intelligence that they don't know what to do with. So they're all or, arguing and I don't know, dude. It's weird. It's, I don't I, You're I feel right, like I don't though, belong dude. here. It is. It's like it's almost like it seems like the intention would be good, but the logic is flawed. But then at some point, it's like the logic is flawed, and the intention was never good for like humans. They just—I don't think as a people, we're just not—we're not pure. We're not good. I think whatever happened that got us to this point, because there's a huge gap. We we're just talking about like why didn't we say monkeys? Like, what's between us? There's nothing. There's no, like, it, you're either a fucking animal or you're a super brilliant fucking human being. There's no gray area. Yeah, Whatever happened that brought us to this level, I think happened too fast. It's like giving a, a two-year-old a shotgun. You're like, you're here right. you go, here's a shotgun. You fucking figure it out. Something fucking as happened. As far as we think we are, I don't think we know what the fuck we're doing. Why, if, if then why, why are monkeys not still evolving? I mean, you think in recent history, like the last 100 years or 200 years since we've been in touch with primates or whatever, why have they not continued to fucking change if, if evolution well, is a real thing? It's not, that, it's not that one species evolves. It's one species has an offshoot, and that offshoot is different, and then that becomes its own thing. So it's, 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 we didn't really come from monkeys. A monkey had a retarded baby. Right. Was a human. Basically, I know, but then why aren't we spitting out other fucking things that are making other, I guess, types of mammals? Fuck if I know, God, we shouldn't do that. I mean, we're fucked up enough. Let's not make any other weird creatures that are bad at living like we are. Right. We 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 were better off as cavemen, probably. We were probably more honest. Oh, dude, completely, well, I guess it's a little bit related. I've been curious lately about, like, uh, now on Ancestry.com, you can, like, send in some DNA, and they'll tell you your entire fucking, like, lineage, right? Right. I found another company where you send in some DNA. They'll tell you your whole lineage and, like, everything else, like how likely you are to get heart disease, Right. How likely you are to like chocolate over like dark chocolate over white chocolate. All this really granular fucking weird shit. And one of the things that they say is that they they not only track your lineage back to like what country you came from, but they can take you all the way back to like whether or not you're the descendant of a Neanderthal. <laughs> really? I mean it makes sense. It's just a marker, right? Yeah, but the Neanderthals were a completely different species. Right, it's like a horse and a donkey. Do you want to know? 
Neanderthals were known for being like a numbskulls, weren't they, kind of? And I would be proud to be a numbskull. <laughs> would you? Well, I mean, you're proud yeah. now. Uh, that's right. Nothing would change. I'll just accept I like the fact to think, that I'm a numbskull. I like to think I come from a long line of Cro-Manians. <laughs> yes. I put that on a shirt. I've seen my brow. I've got a, a a pretty fucking serious jutting out brow that uh, that shows my my Cro Magnon lineage. That's all you need to know, I, really. We can actually put, get a pair of sunglasses if you put them on. We can tell you if you were Cro Magnon or not. I, I I could set up an entire tea service on my my eyebrow. <laughs> yes, yes, I can see it now. It's little cucumber finger sandwiches. It sounds delicious. <laughs> Just have to part your brow, your brow hair out of the way. You can surf your brow hair. It is quite robust. <laughs> is it robust? That's probably if I, my brow hair is. This is so sad, Rufus. I have a like a a gray brow hair. It's like a long Swan? gray brow hair. And the weird thing about it is, is it it wasn't there like a few days ago. It's like the like the color just got sucked out of a piece of hair. Really? Yeah. You that think could that be skin happens? cancer. I hope you're joking. I'm. Yeah, I'm joking. No, no, no! I think you're not joking. Damn it! Damn you! I'm totally joking. But really, you might want to get it checked out. <laughs> I will do. I'll get my brow checked out. I definitely will. <laughs> you gotta go to a, a brow specialist. Yeah, I'm going to go to my brow guy. My He's brow? Who knows your brow? <laughs> he, stayed, he stayed in school an extra year to specialize in brows. <laughs> He's not a, he, he works on an, at an office on the other side of town. In a <laughs> sure. Actually, a brow guy is like, I think a brow guy is like a 18-year-old Filipino girl, isn't it? Yeah. Why lucky. are all doctors Indians? Can I ask you that? Are Indian people just that much smarter? Well, I don't know because they, they shit in the street. So <laughs> so you would say sure. no. Your first, your common sense says no. That's true, but you're right. My, my new cardiologist, which I haven't seen in two years, he was an Indian guy. Boy, that was a tough first meeting. He's a great guy, but I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying. I, I may have gotten some new meds without even needing <laughs> right? them. You know, it's crazy you say that because my dad had that pacemaker put in uh, a few months ago. <clears throat> and uh, his doctor was an Indian dude, and it was like that. I couldn't really understand what he's saying. You know, I like to be like studied up for that stuff when we go in there. I can't tell you how many times people have asked me if I went to medical school because I must be coming across as a total dickhead. I'm assuming when I asked them questions, <laughs> but um, but I couldn't. I was like, man, I hope he's not telling us anything important because I don't even understand one fucking word that this guy is saying. I mean, honestly, that seems dangerous, does it not? It it does seem dangerous. You you would think you might have to work on losing the accent whenever you're talking about life and death. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or have like a translator or something there. I, they probably expect you to use your iPhone. It's like I think there's an app where one of the voices will tell you what they're saying in uh, Indian cardiologist speak. 
You know what? It's not, funny that you say that too, that you're a cardiologist, because it is like most of the cardiologists that I've seen are Indian guys. But maybe it's really, really cheap to go to cardiology and medical school in India, I'm starting to think. Well, I think it's because they dump their dead bodies in, in the Ganges River, and they can you can just kind of roam up and grab a corpse and start checking out the organs. <laughs> right, just open it up. Let's see what God, have you seen pictures? Have you seen pictures of the Ganges River? No, not lately. Dude, it's fucking creepy as hell. Most of the pictures you see on, like, uh, news sites or whatever are, like, the Indians, like, bathing and being blessed in it. Right. But they literally dump their their fucking dead bodies in it. So there's other pictures of just, like, bloated corpses floating in it, like, washing up on the fucking beach. And, like, fishermen are out there fishing surrounded by, like, bloated fucking rotting corpses. Oh, yeah, it's fucking sick. It is sick. <laughs> Man, you would think there has to be, like, a serious fucking gator infestation, too, then. I mean, gators I, I are going to go to a fucking place like that, wouldn't they? I would think so. I mean, I don't know if the gators are, you know, native to that land, but, boy, there's some pictures <laughs> that are pretty unattractive of just bloated, like, rotting corpses that, you know, they've been sent away. They're... You're doing their religious thing. You know, they're blessing them, putting them in the... It's the holy river. Right. But, yeah, I'm you know, you're going to do my first in Ganges. You have your moment, and then, you know, two days later, this blue, swollen corpse is floating back up. Here's, here's the first thing that came up with filthy India photos. I'm almost afraid to look. Oh, God, you should be. Uh, they are standing in something pretty gross, it looks like. Of course, it's some weird China Smack website that's going to crash my computer. Oh, look at all the feces. Oh, my God. Did you see the feces? Oh, yeah, I I searched Ganges River Corpses, and the same website came up, but I just clicked it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's it's totally full of and they shit. They just shit out in the the wide open. Uh, remains of sacred cows bathing in the corpse-filled Ganges. Here's some people bathing, and like two feet away is a fucking body floating, and a, yeah. and a fucking bird feeding on its head. Oh yeah. Oh my fucking god! You got to be kidding me. Yeah, there it is. I see it. I'm on the same page with you. Yeah, it's, oh, it's beautiful, huh? Look at the guy back there fucking washing his face with the corpse water. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, there's a skull on the beach. Oh, there's a decomposed body that's washed up. No big deal. Don't worry about it. Put some incense on Dogs it. Dogs feeding on a fucking... Oh, my God. Yeah. No. So they don't, they don't. How far... Oh, there's a corpse next to a boat. Oh, Jesus. Look at that. I got to the skull now. Holy shit, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, that's what they do. That's the Ganges River, dude. Is that guy's fucking guts hanging out of his stomach that that bird is eating on? Yeah, he he exploded because of the gases. 
Until his is guts it wearing came out. glasses? <laughs> it looks like it's wearing glasses. Are you on that picture? <laughs> yeah, well, he might. He very well might be. You mean the crow or the the body? The body. I swear it looks like it has glasses on. Maybe that's just where the face fell off. I could be wrong. You might scroll down. Look at the dogs eating that corn. Oh, my God. And that's just, you know, they walk by that shit. Oh, my God. No big deal. At some point, you just have to say, uh, maybe this isn't sacred. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so disgusting. Right. That's now when you see that, would you would just have to say to yourself, "This is, you know, no one would want it like this." I mean, if that was even your if relative, you did, even if you even if you're like, "Well, let's dump our bodies in this sacred river," do you have to really get in there and like bathe and put the corpse water on your face and shit? I mean, I'm finding a nice spot down upriver. I think to to bathe. I don't think I'm going to be bathing around this stuff. God, I'm, you know what's sad is I feel sorry for the dead animals, the dead people. I'm like, whatever. Even though a couple of them had some pretty nice tits, it looked like. Oh, my God. Well, it, yeah, until the, the birds ate them. Right, well, you can't blame them. I just, people yeah, bathing true. in it, you're right. It's so gross. Boy, these Oh, fucking, my God, there's a guy drinking from the. He's half skeleton look. Oh, I see him. These half-skeleton things are fucking crazy-looking. People dissolve, man. I know. God, it's so disgusting. I mean, the deal is it's riddled with fucking not just bodies and shit, but then everybody's bathing in it, so it's also got, like, excrement and general fucking filth in it. There's no way you can't not get sick. From being in this fucking river. Funny thing is, most of those corpses are people that started off totally normal and just waded into the river and ended up like that in like a matter of minutes. They went in to get a bath and now they're right. floating corpse. Exactly. Floating corpse. Yeah. There's the name of a fucking band for you. Gee, man, Christmas. Yeah. Thanks for turning Cultures. me on to this. <laughs> You're welcome. Sweet, the very last bathroom. Clean. Is, clean it, is it any better or worse than that that water slide park you were at? Oh my god, that's a good question, Rufus. That is <laughs> at a least good there's question. no long hairs getting stuck in your fingers. Oh my god, dude! I'm telling you, that is. I told my wife. She always asks about the show, and I said, "Oh, I mentioned the water park." She's like, "What'd you say?" I said, "I just said it." Getting the finger, someone else's long hair wrapped around your fingers is the grossest thing in the world. And she, like, shivered. She's like, you're so right. <laughs> That's awesome. It is. It's nasty. Have you ever had that happen? Oh, oh yeah. It's oh, my terrible. God. Now, can oh, you imagine that happening? You pull up your hand, and at the end and of the long a head hair, there's a rotting skull. Oh, my God, dude. Did you see this guy, this leper? Oh, yeah, the guy with all the shit on his face? No, did you see the guy, like, four down from that? No, wait, what? Yeah. This fucking guy is disfigured, dude. Oh, shit. (laughs) Do you see him? 
Oh, man. God damn. What the fuck is that? I have to apologize, dude. I didn't know things were going to get this weird on this website. (laughs) What's that? Looks like he's got, like, dough hanging from his face. Yeah, it does. That would be an awesome Panera Bread commercial right there. (laughs) You have precious bread in town. I do want to need it. Put a couple of slits in the side of that guy's face and throw it in the oven. I want to toss it like a pizza dough. (laughs) That's what it looks like. Oh, there's a guy tossing pizza like a couple pages or a couple pictures down. That's his brother. Oh my god, it runs in the family. <laughs> okay. That's enough of this fucking shit. I think I'll go up to find a point of menudo now. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Alright, I gotta run anyway because I gotta piss. This is a good All right. VIP. Alright. Uh you know what? I need to get with you about the Bud Buddy stuff. So I'm going to look at the website. I'm sure it's delicious. Get some pricing down. I'm get some pictures of these. Uh, I got 200 of those pipes coming on Friday. Fuck yeah. Oh, so wow. I, want to get, okay. I want to get a lot of pictures and put up some of those ads on the site because, I, I mean, we need to, I want to trick it out. I want it to look good because when I go on the first sales call, I want to bring up the site and say, look, we're not just fucking – Selling you our shit, we're gonna help advertise the shit out of the stuff, including advertising for your place on our website. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I just got it. If I could just add a couple hours to every day, that would be trick. Tell me how to do that, and we'll be rich. Dude, you want to be, once the site's unlocked, then we start getting traffic to the site. We're, I guarantee you, we're gonna get an order before you get a, a phone call sale. Once oh, I'm not. It's like I, I know the world. that. No, I definitely know that. And that's what I'm going to do. I want to get a nice, a nice little spot set up. I need to figure out, I mean, how much we're going to charge for shipping and shit like that. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, the shipping's weird. The shipping's weird. It's uh, we got to figure that out. I do want to get up, like, on the homepage right now, it's just a big banner. It's the hero shots of all the Bud Bunny. Right, and I like that. That's exactly what I wanted. On the, on but I'd like a slider. Uh, like a slider that has multiple oh, yeah. images that go back and forth that show the active shots of like people out doing shit. Right. Like that, that awesome PDF you made. Right. That's what I want in there. Can we put that in there? Yeah, yeah. I just need the images, not the PDF. Oh, you can't, can't put the PDF the in, there? in there? When, uh, what if I save every one of those ads it. like a JPEG? Right, yeah. Yeah, just a JPEG image. So that it's just on on the website. Or do you just want the pictures scrolls. without the ad part on them? No, the ad part too. Ad part too. Okay. All right. Well, that, that that's not hard. I can do that. All right. I'll get that to you. Yeah. Good idea, Rufus. And uh, you know what I was thinking? Maybe for the shipping, we just charge like a a buck per fucking whatever. I mean, I want to make a little yeah, money on the shipping. So, but I also don't want to be like fucking weighing shit and calculating fucking shipping like that. You know what I mean? Or however, I want it to just be a flat fucking rate on the shipping per unit, so to speak. Well, I think it's got a, a thing. You can do it either way in the back end. You can have a flat rate that's, you know, $4 no matter where. But if you tell it what each thing weighs, it can it pulls data from UPS right. and FedEx and the post office and calculates it automatically. 
Yeah, but see, we we probably want to make a little bit of money for the shipping and handling. I mean, everybody else does. Which, yeah, well, you can add a, a charge on top of that. It's called a, right. a quote-unquote handling fee. <laughs> right, I got gotcha. you. All right, we probably shouldn't talk about something here anyways. All right, I'm going to go, and I will talk to you in a couple days, but look for an email from me here pretty soon. Right. All right, talk soon. i got to pee, too. Adios, people. Ow! Yeah. Ow! Join us Friday night. It's going to be a free-for-all. You know, Tuesdays, we're always a little timid. By Friday night, boy, we're fucking cutting loose. Correct, Amundo? Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right, yeah. So have a happy rest of the week, folks, and we'll talk to you on Friday for the free-for-all. Here's Beer's Food.
purpose. It's the God. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to do the Hypersloth Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus every Tuesday and Thursday night at 7 Central. Thanks for listening to Hypersloth Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.